Hey, beautiful lady. Do you know someone who has a lot of trauma? Maybe there's even PTSD. Maybe you yourself have a lot of trauma and maybe PTSD, or you're wondering if you have PTSD. Last week, we talked about the five different types of trauma, and we talked about three of them that can start to wreak havoc on your life. Today, we're going to go deeper into two of the higher levels of trauma that come when there's a lot of abuse from the hands of other people, and that is developmental trauma and complex trauma. And we're going to go deeper into what happens when you have multiple types of trauma that lead to complex PTSD. Welcome to the Stress Release for Christian Women podcast. My name is Laura, and I am a mental health practitioner, a Christian woman, and a survivor of mental health dysfunctions and disorders on all ends of the stress spectrum. In this podcast, we are going to be talking about stress and mental health from God's perspective, what mental health resources help to turn it all off, and how you can find peace in your mind and body no matter what storm is raging around you. We are going to be talking about some heavier topics that are not suitable for kids. So if you've got kiddos with you, grab some headphones or save this podcast for later. And know that this information is simply here for educational purposes only, not to replace any advice from a trained mental or physical health care professional. If you do need resources for that, you can check out my website, which is linked in the show notes below. So settle in, take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, and let's learn, grow, and find peace in your mind and body together. Hey, beautiful lady, welcome back to the Stress Release for Christian Women podcast, and welcome back to our third series called What is Trauma? This series is here to teach you what trauma is, what the signs and symptoms are, as well as how and why God created you in a way that includes trauma. And the intention behind this is to help you lay a foundation of understanding what trauma even is so that you can get the right help to heal it. When we are looking at stress and mental health, trauma is a huge source of stress in humanity's lives and in your life as a woman, it can be. And when you want to heal any of the wounding or the brokenness that you carry It's really helpful to know what the problem is so that you can get the right help to heal it. It just makes things a lot easier, a lot more efficient, and even cost-effective as well. Before we dive in, I want to remind you that learning about trauma can be really overwhelming and even triggering, something that we don't really think about, but even if someone doesn't say something that relates to the story that you carry the events you've lived through in life, just learning about what wounding is going on inside of you in your brain and body can actually trigger it. 
And so this can be a very overwhelming thing to learn about. And so I just want you to know that that is completely normal. And with that, I want to remind you to just go slow. If at any point you get overwhelmed, just pause. You don't need to listen to this whole thing all at once. You can pause and take deep breaths. Pray. God is your number one in life. Pray and seek his guidance on this. If it gets to be too overwhelming, just turn it off. You do not have to listen to this podcast ever And you do not have to listen to it all in one sitting or even right now in your life. We tend to seek advice from humans before we really go to God. So my recommendation is to go to God first and ask him if this is where you need to be right now and let him lead what you listen to, when you listen to it and from whom, because when you are in his will in that way, things go well, even if they're hard. And if you're not, it's usually not going to go well. So let him lead on this. Learning about this can be a lot. And he's going to guide you exactly where he needs you to get the right help for you right now in this moment. And if at any point you feel like you're not okay and you need some help with your own stress, with your own triggers, there's two resources I have in the show notes linked below. There's a free mental health video where I guide a technique to help you turn off that trigger. It's in download. So you get the video on your device. And then there's a membership that's paid with multiple videos and an audio, just like that free one where I guide multiple different techniques designed to help you turn off that trigger. It's going to turn off that fight or flight response inside of you and help bring you back to the state of peace in your mind and body. What the mental health world calls rest and digest. So if at any point you're not well and you do feel like you need a trained professional, I've got resources down below free and paid for you. So this is part two of a little two-part mini series within our series on trauma called types of trauma. And last week I introduced the five types of trauma and we talked about three of them. And those three are as trauma goes, they're serious. There's nothing not serious about trauma and they're not quite as life altering as what we're going to talk about today. So the three types of trauma we talked about last week were acute, chronic, and secondary or vicarious, also known as caregiver fatigue. And today we're going to get into developmental trauma and complex trauma as well as what happens when you have multiple types of trauma known as complex PTSD. But to start off, I want to just give a quick recap on what these five types of trauma are. And if you haven't heard last week's episode, it's linked down in the show notes below, along with every other episode in this series. And you can find details in that on acute, chronic, and secondary. So our first type of trauma is called acute trauma. And this is known as shock trauma. This is the trauma you'll carry from one single event. So one car accident, one assault, one natural disaster, one really bad breakup, one thing happens and it affects a part of your life. Then there's chronic trauma, also known as repetitive trauma. 
And this is repeated and prolonged exposure to highly stressful events, things that throw you into shock. So it's like multiple acute traumas over and over and over again. And we call it chronic or repetitive. And this will happen physically, mentally, emotionally, and or spiritually. The first episode in this whole series on trauma introduced that trauma is not what happened to you. It's how your brain and body perceived what's happening to you. And so trauma is not just the big bad things that threaten your physical life. It can include your mental health, your emotional health, and your spiritual health as well, because it's all about how you perceived what was happening. And if you want to know more about that, check out episode one in this series on trauma and chronic trauma. So it's this repeated and prolonged exposure to highly stressful events that are physical, mental, emotional, and or spiritual in nature. And this includes child abuse, bullying, domestic violence, and war. So these are some pretty heavy things that you can go through ongoing. Then we have developmental trauma, which is chronic and prolonged exposure to multiple highly stressful events in early childhood, physically, mentally, emotionally, and or spiritually. So developmental trauma is basically chronic trauma when you're a child. And this includes abuse, neglect, and other highly stressful events. And it's typically with the people closest to you, like your caregivers. So developmental trauma is kind of a part of chronic trauma where you're a kid and humans are abusing you. And it's typically the people responsible for caring for you and loving you and raising you in the ways of the Lord. And there's a different wounding on the brain because you're a kid and your brain isn't developed yet. We'll get into that today. The fourth one is complex trauma. And this is chronic and prolonged exposure to multiple highly stressful events. Typically, at least one of them is physical in nature, like physical abuse. And oftentimes it's abuses from people, often those closest to you. And so complex trauma is another type of chronic trauma. It's continuous exposure to these highly stressful events. In this case, it's abuse from other people. And almost always there's something physical that has happened. And oftentimes complex trauma is in early childhood as well. So this goes hand in hand with developmental trauma. And we see this a lot with sexual abuse, physical abuse, community violence, and war. And we're going to get into this as well today. And our fifth one is called secondary trauma, also known as vicarious trauma or caregiver fatigue. Now, caregiver fatigue has a lot of different aspects to it. This is just speaking to the trauma part. And this is when you've been in close contact with someone with trauma ongoing And by being in close proximity to them and their symptoms of trauma, which include behavioral changes, you can develop trauma symptoms over time. This is not like a germ and you catch the germ. You can't catch trauma. But what this implies is that someone else's behavior gets altered because of the wounding they carry from trauma and their altered behavior then can start to hurt you and impact you. Even if you are married to them, they're a parent or someone in your home, 
or if you're in a profession that is a first responder helping people when they're in situations where there's a lot of trauma, a lot of life-threatening situations, you can start to get impacted by those behaviors over time and you can develop secondary trauma. And lastly, when you have multiple types of trauma, we see this with chronic complex and developmental traumas. They call it complex trauma, which is not really helpful for delineating this, but it's usually at the level of PTSD, which is a very high level of trauma. And so when you start to have abuse day in and day out from people, typically those closest to you, and you may be a child or you're in a very helpless situation where the people supposed to be supporting you day in and day out are not, and they are abusing you in different ways, we start to see complex PTSD develop. And we're going to talk about that today as well. And today we are diving deep into developmental trauma, complex trauma, and complex PTSD when you have multiple types of trauma. So starting off, we have developmental trauma. This is when there's chronic and prolonged exposure to multiple highly stressful events in early childhood. So what this means is bad things are happening on the regular and your brain is not developed enough to understand how to caretake for yourself or even understand your own humanity and life itself and God So your brain doesn't have the solid wiring that it needs to, to even kind of brave these situations alone. And now you're doing it as a child and it's just so hard. And this can happen physically, mentally, emotionally, and or spiritually. Again, trauma is not the bad thing that happened to you. It's how you perceived it. And you can have trauma from being hurt mentally, emotionally, and spiritually in life, just as well as physically. This type of trauma comes from abuse from other people. Typically, it's your relationships with the people closest to you. And oftentimes with developmental trauma, we see it with your caregivers, whether it's grandparents, parents, aunts and uncles, daycare providers, teachers. Typically it's within the family, but if there is an adult who is caretaking you day in and day out, that is abusing you in some way, shape or form, even if it's mental, emotional, it can create developmental trauma, which is a really high level of trauma. And what we see is that people who've been through People with developmental trauma have typically been through chronic child abuse, chronic childhood neglect, or chronic highly stressful events as a child. Again, a lot of bad things happening over and over and over again. But you'll notice on that list, neglect is not typically what you think of when you think of a high level of trauma. A child needs people to caretake them, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And if parents and caretakers are not present physically or even emotionally, it can create deep wounds in a child's life. And that can lead to developmental trauma 
And with developmental trauma, as I said, this is happening in early childhood when your brain is still developing. So your brain is not wired completely yet. You don't have everything in alignment the way you're supposed to, to be able to function properly. And this isn't because you're bad. This is God's perfect design. It is fascinating how the brain wires in a child and how he designed it to go through different phases of growth throughout our lives. But when there's wicked and evil, right? When there's abuse, when there's harm, when there's broken people caring for you, it can create some really big wounds in your life because your brain isn't wired enough to understand this. You know, it's hard enough to be abused as an adult and try to cope with why God, why did this happen? Why didn't this person love me? But this child doesn't even have a brain wired enough to understand who they are yet. They're just kind of going through life in this beautiful, creative, imaginative state, learning about everything in the world, expecting people to show up for them. And now catastrophe hits and wicked and evil hits and they don't have a brain wired to even grasp that. And it just damages so much more. And when we look at early childhood, this is not just infancy on. You are a baby from conception. You as a baby in utero, in your mother's womb, are vulnerable to trauma. And if your mom has been abused physically, sexually, verbally, or emotionally, basically physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually, that can traumatize you. In utero, you're not even developed enough to be out of the womb you are really fragile. And at some point in that development, your brain is there in existence and it can traumatize. And if you think about it, you're connected to your mom via blood and oxygen and all the chemicals she's feeling. And so if your mom has been abused, you are going to feel the effects of that fear and that stress and that fight or flight. And so it can actually lead to trauma starting in utero. And your developmental years of your brain technically last to, I believe, 25. But the first seven are the most formative. Not lost on me that seven is God's main number. And those first seven years, your brain is in a different brainwave state specifically designed to learn all about the world and gain this proper wiring. And when you get abused in those seven years, it really messes with that wiring. And what this does is it creates additional damage to your physical, neurological, and emotional growth. Your brain and nervous system are still developing, and this affects the way the brain, the body, and the circuitry develop creates this backwards wiring that then leads to effects that last for your entire life until it gets healed and rewired. So something that happens in childhood, it can impact the way your brain wires, which impacts how you function day in and day out. And now your brain is wired backwards. And until you go in and do that work to rewire it and get the healing necessary, your brain is going to malfunction for the rest of your life. And this is where childhood trauma really does lead to a lot of effects 
throughout your entire adult life. And this type of trauma is often the most overlooked. You know, typically with adults, they're chronically abusing you verbally and or emotionally. And we know that it's really destructive on an adult, but we don't always realize how destructive that is on a kid with their brain still developing. And it just, you know, it wreaks havoc on the brain's ability to develop as God intended. It's such an attack from the enemy to stunt someone so young and so quickly. So developmental trauma is a type of chronic trauma that is happening repeatedly. It usually is associated with complex trauma. We'll get into that in a little bit. And it really creates life-altering effects that are devastating on the person suffering from them. And then we have complex trauma. Complex trauma is when there's chronic and prolonged exposure to multiple highly stressful events, all of these being abuse in nature. At least one of these events is physical in nature, so harming your physical body. And all of these you're going to see are from people, not not accidents, not natural disasters. These are abuse from people, and they are usually the people closest to you. Most often, complex trauma is going to be in early childhood, but it can also happen as an adult. And it's typically when you've lived through betrayal, abandonment, loss, neglect, violence, and or exploitation. Physically, the abuses you may have incurred include sexual abuse, physical abuse, community violence, and or war. And this type of abuse is going to cause high levels of harm to your brain and body. It's going to disrupt the relationships you have, not only with your abuser, but with humans losing trust in people to respect you and take care of you. And it really hinders your ability to believe that you have a say over yourself or have control over yourself anymore. Complex trauma really degrades your brain's ability to believe that you can be in charge of your life and that you can take care of yourself. Um, it, It really hinders you repeatedly in a way where you begin to get owned by another person. And that person is abusing you. And so it really degrades the brain's ability to to believe that you can be safe in this world. Complex trauma is very diverse. This is not just a repeated abuse happening day in and day out. With chronic trauma, one thing is happening repeatedly. Maybe you've been sexually abused repeatedly or verbally abused repeatedly. Complex trauma is different in that there's multiple types of abuse. So what you're going to see is there may be sexual abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse, at least two or more different types of abuse happening to you. And that's part of what really erodes your brain's ability to believe you have control over yourself anymore is that so many bad things are coming at you physically, mentally, and emotionally and possibly spiritually, that it 
it kind of just scrambles your brain. And typically complex trauma is going to come from multiple people. It's possible that it could just be from one person, but oftentimes we see there's multiple different people involved. Whether this is multiple people in your family or in your home, or whether it's coming from different sources. Maybe there's something in the home, something from a relative, or as an adult, I mean, it could be something coming from a boss, a friend, colleague, and then you've got stuff at home as well. And again, we see this going on over a period of time. So it's ongoing chronic abuse. And we call this complex trauma because of the complexity of ways that the abuse is inflicted on you. This adds to the damage in your brain and body in the trauma. It's, it's a different type of trauma than just chronic because it's coming in multiple different ways. Your brain can't keep up. Basically, you know, your brain struggles to survive and maintain proper wiring and proper functioning, even when one type of abuse happens one time, which is why we see trauma from one event in acute trauma. And then when it's repeated over and over and over again, like chronic trauma, the brain loses the ability to believe that you can be safe in that part of your life. And all kinds of things get damaged in your brain. There's a wounding that happens in your brain when that happens. And then complex trauma takes it to another level because now it's coming at you in different ways. It's messing with your body, with your heart, with your mind, and possibly with your soul. And so your brain has even more damage that happens to it because of the, the complexity of it, because of the fact that there's multiple different types of abuse coming in. Oftentimes you will stop believing that you can be safe in this world, that people can be trusted, that your boundaries matter. Really these core principles that God designed you with and to believe, right? You have the ability to be safe, to be loved. And now that's going away. And he gave you the ability to say no. And now that's going away too. And so the brain can get rewired in a way where you no longer believe those things. We'll get into that in later episodes in this series when we start talking about the science of what trauma is actually doing in your brain and body. And so what we see with complex trauma, it's very similar to developmental trauma in the damage that's done to the brain. And when this happens in childhood, you have complex and developmental trauma combined. That's when we start to oftentimes look at PTSD. But even if this is happening to you as an adult, it is going to damage your brain at a higher level, similar to developmental trauma, because there's just too much happening that your brain can't maintain the original wiring it had. And when we see this happening in childhood, typically you've been raised in an abusive home. Your parents or caretakers are abusing you physically, mentally, emotionally, and or spiritually. Maybe other relatives or community members are abusing you as well. It's possible that your home could be fine and there's a lot of abuse happening outside of your home, like daycare or school. But typically with complex trauma, it's coming in multiple ways from multiple people what we usually see is that the home is not a stable, healthy environment. 
It's a very dysfunctional, toxic environment where there's a lot of abuse from multiple different people. And when we look at these different types of abuse, it's easy to think about sexual and physical, but verbal abuse is just as destructive, especially on a child. Emotional abuse, psychological abuse, these abuses that manipulate the heart and the brain to believe things that aren't true. Gaslighting is included in that. So it, it's easy in a home environment, if someone is physically abusing a child or sexually abusing a child, they're not well. They probably aren't caretaking for their spouse well either. And that other spouse may have come into the marriage healthy, maybe not, but they've now probably been abused as well. And so when we have trauma, behavior changes and that behavioral change can hurt other people. That's where secondary trauma comes in, that caregiver fatigue trauma. When we're with other people with trauma, it can affect us. And so it's possible that you have abusive parents or it's possible that you have one abusive parent and the other is in survival mode just trying to function and they end up abusing you inadvertently because of it. When this happens in your adult life, typically what we see is soldiers or civilians who've lived through war. Complex trauma comes in when there's multiple people hurting you in multiple ways. And when you're at war, you have multiple enemies coming at you constantly in multiple different ways, physically, mentally, emotionally, and or sexually. And you do not have to be a child to get traumatized with complex trauma or even complex PTSD when you are in danger day in and day out in that capacity the brain gets damaged at a very high level. We also see as an adult that you can get traumatized with complex trauma in domestic violence relationships. When your spouse is abusing you in multiple ways, day in and day out. In this case, there's just one person hurting you. But when that person is hurting you in multiple ways in the power and control cycle of domestic violence, there is so much control over your life that usually gets taken little by little in this very psychologically abusive way that you don't even know what's happening. And little by little, you lose control over everything in your life and your brain gets so wounded that eventually you can't function. And that complex trauma can start to get backwards wired in. We also see this if you're someone who has a lot of vulnerabilities that are getting preyed on. Maybe you are someone with a disability, an illness, you're older in age. In some way, shape, or form, you are dependent on someone else or maybe a whole team of people. And that vulnerability requires other people showing up with respect and love just to help you take care of daily needs. And that's an easy vulnerability that can get preyed on, unfortunately. And you can have different abuses from multiple people happen day in and day out. And complex trauma can start to get stored when that happens. It's also possible that when you're a child and your brain hasn't developed fully yet, you're very vulnerable at that point, you have a parent or caregiver who is careless. 
it is possible that they are not caring for you properly and yet they're not technically abusing you. It's possible that they are inflicting harm on you and yet it's not at a level that we would technically deem it abuse. And because of the vulnerability you carry as a child, or honestly, you could say this goes in hand in hand with if if you're someone with an illness, a disability, or older in age, those vulnerabilities leave you very exposed and more fragile. And when someone is careless in how they care for you, maybe it can get a little bit too aggressive or they can be a little negligent. And that can lead you to you having trauma at a level of complex trauma because of the helplessness you have because of this vulnerability. When we've been hurt at this level, it's really easy to get angry and call it abuse and get really mad at people to point the finger and blame them and shame them because it's the only way we feel less helpless. But what God has been teaching me is that not everyone is attacking you in abuse. Sometimes they are just so not okay that they're messing up day in and day out. And you are so vulnerable that it's hurting you at these really severe levels. But it doesn't mean they intentionally harmed you at a level that we call abuse. You still have the trauma. It is still at a high level, and that is something that no one can tell you isn't true. That is true. And it's true that maybe this person just messed up a lot, and it was just the perfect storm of Satan. With complex trauma, what we see is that you are left feeling hopeless, And in that hopelessness where there's not a single aspect of your life that hasn't been impacted, it wrecks your brain's ability to stay safe and healthy. And it it just wounds it at this very, very high level known as complex trauma. And lastly, we have multiple types of trauma. When you have a combination of chronic complex and possibly developmental traumas. They call it big C complex trauma. I am so sorry. They didn't come up with a better name. This drives me nuts. (laughs) Trauma is hard enough to live with as it is. We don't need to, to create the same name for two different things. But the reason they did this is that complex trauma that we just talked about when there's multiple abuses from multiple people is a type of chronic trauma. And so there's kind of multiple layers to that trauma. When something's done to you repeatedly in that chronic way, there is a deeper wound in your brain than when it just happens once. And then when it starts happening in multiple different ways, so instead of just being screamed at every day, now you're being assaulted it creates an even deeper type of wound. You still have chronic trauma and now you have complex trauma. So there's kind of a layering to this of how deep those wounds go. 
and or a hierarchy, if you will. Um, and then if you're a child, you have the added developmental trauma, the added wounding on your brain where it wasn't even wired properly in the first place. So it didn't damage what was already there. It just messed it up before it could even be there properly. And so when we look at multiple types of trauma, they're all complex in nature. Really, this big C complex trauma of multiple types of trauma is no different than just little C complex trauma. They, they go hand in hand because you're going to have chronic trauma if you have complex trauma. And so they just call it the same thing. And when we look at this big C complex trauma, oftentimes we see developmental trauma as a part of it. Because when a child is abused, it is very, very rare that they have only been abused in one way. When someone is not well and they're hurting a kid over and over and over again at the level of abuse, they usually don't just do one thing. Their brain is not well. Oftentimes they've got trauma or PTSD and some demonic stuff going on. And what can happen is they are going to behave inappropriately and harmfully in a lot of different ways. They're probably going to have a manipulation tactic built in to whatever they're doing to this kid, whether it's verbal abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, there is probably a psychological manipulation happening to get the child alone or to keep the child quiet. Or if they're gaslighting the kid, it will manipulate the child's brain to believe that this didn't even happen in the first place. And that's how they can stay in power doing this wicked and evil day in and day out. And no one knows. And so it's very, very rare that as a kid, you would go through one type of abuse repeatedly and not have multiple types. And so when there's developmental trauma, it's almost always complex in nature. And complex is just a great word for this because it is just complicated, right? If you're overwhelmed trying to like delineate what I'm talking about, that's okay. It overwhelms me just talking about it. Basically, in layman's terms, if you've been hurt over and over and over again, it's going to hurt your brain. And if it happens from multiple people in multiple ways, it gets even worse. And if you were a child, it's even worse. And so the damage on your brain in the trauma you carry is just more and more complicated. And we would call it a higher level of trauma. So there's just more damage on the brain the further you go into this. And what we see is that when you have trauma at that level, it's almost always PTSD. Post-traumatic stress, known as PTS, is a term most people have never heard of. Post-traumatic stress is the technical name for a trigger. So if you have trauma at any level, you have post-traumatic stress. It's the stress activation of your brain and nervous system flipping you into survival mode, i.e. the trigger, 
post-trauma. When you have trauma at this high end of the spectrum, complex trauma, developmental trauma, even chronic trauma, but typically when we get into developmental and complex traumas, you are at the high end of the spectrum. And oftentimes it is at the level of PTSD, which means your post-traumatic stress is severe enough. It is wreaking havoc on all areas of your life. You are not able to function properly in any area of your life because it has impacted your life at that capacity. And once it's had that much impact on your life, we call it a disorder. If you know you have complex PTSD or complex trauma, or you now after hearing all this, believe that you might, it's really hard and scary to admit it. I had complex PTSD. And I want you to know that I am living proof that healing is absolutely possible. After this series called What is Trauma? I'm going to introduce you to a new series all about the mental health techniques or resources that can heal your trauma. If you missed the intro to the types of trauma, you can find it down in the show notes below. It's episode 25. It's just the one right before this. And next week, we are going to start talking about the signs and symptoms of trauma. So now we've learned what trauma is and we've learned the different types. And we're going to get into next week a lot more of the impacts that you experience in your day-to-day life. If you are a woman struggling with trauma, the triggers and the life-altering effects they bring, I have two resources that can help you through that struggle. There is a free video that I've made with me guiding one of my favorite mental health techniques for turning off trauma triggers. And it's just this quick five minute exercise that's going to shift you back into the state of peace in your mind and body. And I want you to know that just because it's five minutes doesn't mean it's not effective. I had complex PTSD and this was my go-to all the time. There is also a full membership available with videos and audios, including that free one where I guide multiple different techniques to help you turn off these trauma triggers day and night. Some of them are short exercises that can turn them off really quickly so you can get back to your life. And others are longer to not only help you turn off the triggers, but to help you release the hard emotions that came with them. So kind of like a blanket of love wrapped around you to help you process some of those emotions in the turning off of the triggers. And I want you to know that I always encourage healing of trauma before temporary relief healing in one-on-one sessions with a therapist or a trauma coach is where you're going to have the most impact on your life. And as a woman who's lived this, I also know that you need help in between those sessions. You know, there's six days and 23 hours in between those sessions and trauma doesn't just wait and it's hard. You deserve to turn those triggers off. You deserve to live and thrive in the state of peace in your mind and body. And God wants that for you. 
So if you're struggling with trauma and the damaging effects of it, I want you to know that it's not only okay to get help, it is beautiful. If you need a practitioner, a therapist, or a trauma coach, in the show notes, there's also a link to practitioner directories that I've got a few on my website. And if you want help in between those sessions, those resources are available for you as well. I hope this episode didn't overwhelm you too much. I hope mostly that it, as all episodes, was a light for you. If you're like me, this told the story of what you've lived through in life. And I hope and I pray that maybe learning this can give answers to why you're struggling and why you've been so not okay your whole life. And I hope and I pray that this information can be the open door that God is gifting you to healing and walking out of this phase of your life, out of this season of pain and torture into the abundant, beautiful, peaceful life he has planned for you. If you don't have this trauma, I hope that this helped you understand the struggle some of us go through who do have it. You never know how learning this can help someone else's life later on that God puts in your path. And I hope that this whole series and this episode can begin laying the foundation for you of understanding how to get the right help because you really truly do deserve to heal from one survivor of this hard life to another. I'm praying for you. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care. Thank you so much for listening today. If you liked this episode and are looking for some additional resources to help you turn off your stress, including overwhelm, anxiety, panic, and trauma triggers, check out my free mental health video linked in the show notes below. In it, I guide you through one of my favorite mental health techniques for turning off all of that stress in less than five minutes, no matter where you are. Truly, you can turn off your stress in under five minutes in public and no one will ever know. It's that amazing. Download it from the link in the show notes below and let me carry you back to this state of peace in your mind and body. I'm praying for you. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care.